Hello, you're listening to another episode of Kupo Talks. I'm your host, Mognite. I'm here with my lovely friend, lovely co-host. Hi. Hi, hello. Um, my lovely friend, my lovely host. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, hi. Uh, he's back. He is back, ready to party, ready to action. You know, we yeah. tried to practice this beforehand. But, uh, but it's, going it's going great. It's going great. Yeah. Um, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, I'm uh, I'm Andrew, uh, Summer Kurtz on Twitter. Uh, I'm here because I decided to watch something, and we've been meaning to record this for a while now, because yeah. I wanted to talk about it. Uh, what are we talking about today? Um, if you read the title of this podcast, I hope you did. It is a a TV show that is near and dear to our hearts, Scrubs. Ah, good old Scrubs. Good old scrubs. So, um, I guess, I guess we should start with like, okay, you and I are both childs of the mid '90s. We grew up through very basic television syndication, mm-hmm. um, you know, through high school. And at least for me, Scrubs was like just those things, like from like, like. When Full House or like Married with Children was just on, Scrubs was just on, right? Yeah. And I just watched it because it was there. Yeah. Um, it was on. Um, it had an interesting story, interesting hook. Mm-hmm. Um, and likewise, you know, it was just there. Um, I just watched it and I fully enjoyed it and loved it. Yeah. Um, to to date ourselves a bit, I think. We and like people in our friend group started talking about Scrubs like in middle school ish. Yeah, I think it's like late middle school, like early high school. Right, right. And uh, for for all you you TV files out there, we I think you and I watched the rerun syndication on Comedy Central. Uh, yeah. For for American viewers, um, I know that Scrubs is an ABC thing, I believe. Or yeah, NBC. I, yeah, I I think it was. ABC and then yeah. became NBC. Yeah, and then uh, it was picked up for reruns on Comedy Central, and that's where I think you and I both caught it. Um, yeah. Mostly out of order, but like you can just end up, you know, as as syndication is, you just happen to either catch up or you figure it out, right? Yeah, it's like uh, seasons didn't really like exist in our head. Yeah, like, yeah. Whatever's on, whatever's on. Yeah. Uh, and then yes. you just kind of infer by relationships and quality. What year is this? Uh, what season am I on? Um, oh, it's that one. Yeah, but yeah, man. yeah. It's it's like funny how you know I was looking up when the when it first aired. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you watch Scrubs, you notice right away it's in a fourth three resolution. Mm-hmm. Um, fun fact: it was shot all on film. Yeah. Wow. Really? Wow. It. Yeah. It. Like they kind of had to like kept going with it, mm-hmm. um, being shot on film, because mm-hmm. uh, yeah, definitely that resolution. It's like one of the parts where it's hard to find like a mm-hmm. good remaster version of it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right, right. But it did start airing in two thousand and one. Um, yeah. To date ourselves, <laughs> being kids of the mid nineties, uh-huh. you know that's like when we were like in first and second grade. Yeah, yeah. But you know, it started airing. Like, uh, I think, uh, like through like 2005 and then 2009, it's like, yeah, uh, why I had like uh, those reruns and you started yeah. watching it. 
Definitely, it was uh, more common when we started getting into high school. Yeah. Uh, more people knew about it or at least watched a couple episodes. And uh, I at least, I remember a lot of people singing the songs um, for a for a medical comedy series. There was a lot of music bits. Uh, I think fondly yeah. of Guy Love. I remember a Guy lot Love's of our friends uh, singing a lot of Guy Love. Uh, and uh, a doctor and a surgeon also comes up in my head. And then there's, of course, the musical episode. Um, yeah, the complete musical one. Yes. Um, but yeah, Scrubs alongside, like, I want to say I watched a lot of NCIS around the same mm. time. Uh, I watched a lot of, like, reruns of Full House. Mm. And, like, uh, a lot of, like, you know, because I was on Comedy Central, I watched a lot of, like, stand-up comedy. Um, mm-hmm. It's definitely nestled in my brain as a lot of, like, uh, coming home from school, uh, that time between coming home and, like, dinner of, like, I don't really want to do much. So I'm just going to watch TV until I have to do homework, right? Yeah. And, yeah. So some, some, some force externally is like, you got to do your homework. And it's like, yeah. oh, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, uh, definitely in that same vein, you know. After school, you just go home, watch whatever's on TV, mm-hmm. or like in the summer, you just watch whatever's on. Oh yeah. Um, when I was really young, I do remember watching at least hearing the theme song to uh, "Happy Days." Ah, yes, yes. But uh, other than that, you know, just uh, those old '90s sitcoms that did reruns. Yeah. Um, like Full House, Family Matters. Yeah. Um, the. I watched a lot of Bel Air. Uh, married with children. I watched a lot of yeah. like at my grandma's house. Yeah, um, yeah, children. just a lot of like the the classic American sitcoms, right? Yeah, it's like the nanny and uh, yeah. what's that one? Home development is that? Oh, uh, home improvement. Home improvement. Home improvement, and then it's like uh, like Gilmore Girls, like yeah, Seventh Gilmore Heaven. Girls, Seventh Heaven. Uh, I haven't watched those. But uh, you know, those are the classic. Yeah, but, like they're the on, comic. right? And you saw yeah. the commercials, right? Yeah, like, on like ABC Family and stuff. Yeah, did Did uh, you mention Married with Children? Yes, I, I yeah, watched a yeah. lot of that at my grandma's I, house. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like for me, it was like that kind of stuff growing up. Mm. Um, then I started veering off to like the more quote unquote serious stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, CSI, Las Vegas. Mostly because coming back to school, and I was like, I don't want to watch ABC right now. And mm-hmm. just flipping through, and then I just found like not BT, but like some other something on Channel Seventy Two, and I was like, What's this show? Is that? Oh God, that's not <laughs> true TV. No, and it's it, not it, court it's... TV, right? No, no, it's like uh, near it though. I forgot what the station was, but um. Oh, this is. Very specific yeah. to Southern California like, broadcast syndication. What channels like, were what? what? It's like it's, I think it started with a T. It's like TLC, TCL, or something. Oh, it might be TLC. Crap. No, wasn't TLC Channel Fifty Two? God. Know, oh dude. God. Oh no. That's kind of weird. They also did like a, a a marathon of Rocky, in which I watched all of Rocky that day um, for some reason. But um, yeah, I watched like that and like House. I think I watched Heroes, but like later. Yeah, okay. yeah. 
But uh, there's yeah, basically just uh, for TV, it was um like those sitcoms, but also it was like growing up or um that age of like a video sketch comedies, like online videos. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I watched things like College Humor and like things like uh, Whitest Kids You Know. Yeah, yeah, the transition to like di- uh like dinner- internet media, right? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. And like but seeing like the short form sketches. Mm-hmm. Like being exposed to those. Yeah. I-, I think that's what like really caught me with um with Scrubs. Yeah. Because uh it's like what if you just throw a whole bunch of those like funny really funny sketches that I seen on the internet and like right, right. just string them together mm-hmm. but like add that, you know, like sitcom y um storyline. With all right. that stuff in a right. thirty-minute package, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and it was honestly my first time seeing like such a thing like thrown together. Yeah, um, especially you know realizing it came out in two thousand and one, and they've been doing this stuff for like a few years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can see how that format works, and um, mm-hmm. it's to this day I still remember a lot of the little sketches and scrubs. Yeah, yeah. Um, at least when I look back on Scrubs, I mostly remember like the, the the more intense moments. And then you know, speaking to you, I I started remembering this shows a lot of like weird dream sequences, and I can see why young me really liked it because it was just kind of weird, and yeah. uh, it went over a lot of just like. Um, like I was talking to my sister about this and sh- and I was telling her that I was watching this again and she told me like, yeah, I remember like the theme song coming from your room a lot and that she kind of heavily associated that TV show with me because it was just a lot of what I watched. Um, but yeah, those yeah. skits, uh, weird, but fun, really fun. Yeah, it's like really fun. It's like outlandish, but realistic. Yeah, yeah. Like the the one I always remember is uh the one with the sandwiches and the Michael Jordan tickets. Yes. Or it's like they're driving all this way to see Michael Jordan play in like uh-huh. one of the most pivotal games in basketball history. Uh-huh. And <laughs> it's a Turk and JD outside in the car, finally parked. And it's like Oh man, I'm really excited to see this show or see this game. Uh-huh. And it's like you brought the tickets, right? And it's like I thought I was forcing the sandwiches. And then you know you didn't have to say another word. You just whip out the the other person holding the sandwich, and like Turk just pulls out his hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're really good. Um, yeah, but uh. You know what brought about this was uh I I'm, I was bored and uh, I had recently yeah, come off yeah like I I you know I finished watching Seinfeld not too long ago for the uh, like tenth time yeah um you know I can't I I've been rewatching Always Sunny and I was like why don't I just rewatch something like you know I I like mid two thousands television right it's like a you know people have like eras they're comfortable with. I like the aesthetic of like mid two thousands television. I was like, why don't yeah. I watch Scrubs again? And it holds up it holds up in ways way better than I remember being. But there mm-hmm. are some stuff that I, you know, we will we'll talk about later that maybe doesn't hold up so well. 
But all yeah. in all, it's still been an incredibly pe- pleasurable viewing experience. Yeah, um, I, yeah. I remember, um, you know, after high school, I wanted something to watch. Um, I came across through my uh, internet scouring, uh-huh. you know, all of Scrubs basically, and like that that summer, basically right. that like month, I was just speed running through every episode of Scrubs because it was after high school. I had mm. nothing better to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely do agree with you that um, it, it felt like a product of his time at some points, mm-hmm. and then at other points, you know, it. I feel like it extends well beyond, you know, um, like its origins and uh, well beyond like the scope of what's doing, and like mm-hmm. still, um, it's like influential and impacts today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I started watching it, and I think I we spoke about it, and you started to uh, hand watch a couple of episodes. Yeah, yeah, hand watch, read it, you know, just be really acquainted yeah. with it again. And picked, and uh, yeah, there's a couple episodes that I I I think you and I like to discuss a lot as like the some of the more impactful stuff. Um, I would like to preface this: we really only we're really only going to talk about season one in depth. Uh, yeah, so if you haven't watched Scrubs, you should watch Scrubs. Just the yes. one. Uh, it would be spoilers for a almost twenty-year-old show. <laughs> um, so but uh, I, I've been watching through season three. Um, there is, like, I think, what there's ten seasons, right? Um, there is eight seasons, and we don't talk about the ninth one. That's what right, right. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. There's nine seasons. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, so so the big one, and I think what really what really wanted me to like talk about this is, uh, I believe it's episode four. Episode four, uh, my old lady. Mm-hmm. Um, my old lady is is the first time that Scrubs really showcased that it's not just like a comedy, like medical sitcom, right? Yeah, uh, it really bears that like these are doctors. And they're the the writing team is willing to talk about hard, like really like down to the core, like uh like dis like uncomfortable topics, right? Like the idea of death yeah. and the accepting one's death, you know, after living a life, right? Yeah, um, it, yeah. It's I think like for me watching like medical dramas, um, you know, like something like House or like Bones. There's like there's there's always like, um, yeah. First of all, it's like it is a drama, right? So it's like there's always like um those tones of um serious things happening and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think Scrubs, uh, makes that impact more impactful. Mm-hmm. You know, just being like a first like a comedy sitcom. Mm-hmm. But also being respectful to like their setting, mm-hmm. and like try to be you know really accurate, you know like the director always had on stage with them like uh, medical advisors to make sure like right. everything's done right, mm-hmm. like having that respect, and it definitely shows in like a lot of the writing what it has to mm-hmm. deal with that kind of stuff, especially mm-hmm. with like the first instance we see or not, I think we see it like other. We see like hints of it, right? Like in episodes one through three, mm-hmm. and then episode four is just really hits at home. Yeah. Um, 
so again, uh, spoilers. Uh, my old lady is uh, the 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 A plot essentially, right? Because Scrubs functions like most other sitcoms where there's like usually like there's an A and B, and there's sometimes like a, a smaller, more shorter C plot, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, um, mostly it's like an A and B. Yeah. So the A plot is JD, our, our main character, um, meets an older an older patient, right? She's, you know, towards the end of her life, and mm-hmm. he's asking her what kind of treatment does she want, and she tells him that she wants to, you know, she's she's good. She's uh, She's lived yeah. her life, and she's ready to go on her own terms. Yeah, it's and, like she, she gets off her dialysis. Yeah. Um, and he's like, I, I don't think I want dialysis. Yeah, I think and, I'm ready. And JD doesn't understand how to how to work with that, right? He doesn't understand why someone would accept uh you know their death. Yeah. And he comes up with all these reasons of like, well, did you do this? Did you do that? And she's and she for the most part says yes. That she's fulfilled her life's dreams. She's done. Yeah. Yeah, JD just walks in with like a to-do list, right? And he's right, just like right. reading off top to bottom. Yeah. And, you know, and it really hits like, you know, as doctors, you assume that everyone just wants to live as long as possible, right? And, yeah. you know, everyone just wants time. And how do you encounter someone that's good to go? And JD, you know, it, uh, the time isn't really given in Scrubs. Uh, like a year passes, but you're not really told the sequence of events. So, JD is still a relatively new intern, and yeah, he has not experienced. Yeah, he has not experienced someone accepting this. And the lady is sweet; she is like incredibly patient with him, and is willing to talk to him about like the pressures that he feels as a doctor. And he just kind of not falls apart, but just doesn't. Yeah, it's like he, he can't really process it at the time. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think concerning that at the same time, I think um, Elliot makes, has a, ha, a, attempts to learn Spanish to yeah. converse with one of her patients yeah, that only speaks Spanish. And Turk, I believe, um, uh, I believe he recommends someone for surgery. And it doesn't go well. And everyone starts yeah. to hit this wall of you can't save everyone. Which yeah. becomes a core theme of Scrubs, right? Uh, yeah. No matter... It becomes like, yeah, evident. Um, to Especially given like the future, you know. Mm. This is like literally episode four. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it shows, you know, there, there's a, a realness to it. Um, right, there always isn't like happy endings all the time. Right, and I think uh, you know, just watching this episode too, mm-hmm. it's really it's not. I was gonna say heartwarming. It's not heartwarming, but you know, it it's it it it, it honestly like helps build trust, with, like uh, the viewer mm-hmm. to say, you know, sometimes. Or like brings them to like a reality, but in like a more like optimistic tone. Mm-hmm. And I was yeah. like, it's just really engaging. Yeah, it re- it really, you know, it being episode four, it really grounds the series, right? 
Yeah, it's like, a ground for the future. Yeah, like there, this isn't always gonna be like everyone's gonna be having fun. There's gonna be cracking jokes. Like this is people will die and people will be hurt and upset and traumatized by these things. Um, yeah. And you know that's kind of the start, right? And then yeah. that kind of uh, kind of related to that episode still in season one is the episode uh, "My Personal Jesus." Mm-hmm. Which is again an episode that I really like, that really focuses on Turk. It is, uh, it's the it's the first Christmas episode of the series, um, and Turk, um, and I I think it also kind of really shows that this show really ages really well, that no one really comments and no one begrudges Turk for being religious. Like everyone's like, yeah, okay, yeah, like you want to go to church, that's cool, we'll be there, and he he, you know, being an intern, right just and he's forced to go through like a 24-hour shift at the emergency room yeah he's basically like on call uh, um on like, room on in like the holiday. yeah like december 23rd or something right um and he's just beaten to a pulp with like just the amount of issues that he and patience he has to do right yeah yeah and he i i i don't know if i'm butchering it but i'm gonna paraphrase it like he says something like how how can a a just god on during the most holiest time of the year be so cruel right like how like and he doesn't want to go to church he doesn't want yeah, to yeah yeah it starts like wavering his faith yeah 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 and like and and i think again it grounds the series of like even the people with the most just cause and the most like valiant effort can be crushed by just the the horrendous, like, uh, just just being a doctor, right? Having yeah. to deal with ER patients and just seeing, like, what the world does to people, right? Like, injuries and, like, death and so forth. Yeah, so and, even just, like, the, the realness of, like, life in general. Yeah, yeah. And um, it really, like, you know, JD and Carla, like, really pulled themselves together. And they, you know, really tried to rekindle that, you know, what they do is good, right? That Turk... Mm-hmm does have the right mindset that like there there is a, an amount of faith whether or not you're religious or not that you really have to persevere in this kind of profession like it isn't always going to be great and you know even if you your heart's in the right place it's still going to grind you down on some days and it's a really great episode um yeah yeah it's definitely uh i don't think it's turks or it, it is like turks like one of uh, the biggest like personal struggles you have to deal with at this point. Yeah. Um, certainly, I think every character runs through the ringer at that point. Oh yeah, oh, but yeah. Uh, definitely helps this whole series like be grounded in a in a kind of reality. Um, mm-hmm. You know, still maintaining the sitcominess and like yeah. the comedy and like the good uh, sketches they have and little like gag bits and whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, definitely shows, you know. The rest of Scrubs, the episodes, mm-hmm. like they're not afraid to uh, tackle those hard uh, topics and be really, um, you mm-hmm. know, on it. Like I just think of like the olden, the old, the olden sitcoms, like the '90s. You know, they all had like that semblance of like the really hard topics. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like like definitely some in uh and a Fresh Prince and like some in a. Know family, 
our full house. Mm-hmm. It's always I don't know, for for Scrubs. It's definitely felt different. Maybe it's yeah. like it's the age that we watched it in, like their maturity level. Uh, everything felt more modern and like more real and like a touch us deep in our hearts back then and now. Yeah. Um, and then there's your, well, your and my, the one that really hits home, right? Uh, the, uh, uh, my screw up. Yes. That episode. Yeah. The episode. I think that really, uh, I don't know. It really does change the tone. Uh, it really does. It changes the tone. Of, uh, it changes the tone of the show, and it also yeah. kind of changes the 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 relationships between a lot of characters. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Definitely to preface the pre- preface preface this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a season three episode, pretty later. Mm-hmm. But uh, the character of Doctor Cox, mm-hmm. it's like. When you first see him, he's like really like abrasive. He seems like kind of a jerk. Mm-hmm. And then he, you know, through the course of the episode, you start to get to know him. Yeah. Um, you know, it, there's a reason why he's like this hard on yeah. a lot of the interns. Um, that speaking to it a little bit too, we see it in episode five where mm-hmm. um, Dr. Cox tries to use a dead patient's insurance to treat another person who doesn't have insurance. Ah, right? yes, And then the yes. chief of medicine finds it. Uh-huh. And then uh, it does this really well, where mm-hmm. they portray the scene in some kind of, like, Star Wars parody. Uh-huh, yeah. Yes. Where uh, doc- or the head of chief of medicine, Dr. Kelso, gets the red lightsaber. Mm-hmm. And then Dr. Cox is dressed in, like, um... I think it would be Ob. It might have been Obi Wan. It is Obi Wan. Pretty sure. It's either Obi Wan or Qui Gon. <laughs> um, oh yeah. I, but um, you know, he has the green lightsaber with the hood on, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, at the final moment, you know, Doctor Cox could defend himself with the lightsaber as Doctor mm-hmm. Kelso swings, mm-hmm. but he puts it down, right, and he right. accepts his punishment in front of everybody mm-hmm. to prove or just to like so jd that um you know sometimes doing what's like morally right or like skirting the system Mm -hmm. to like help other people has like those kinds of consequences because at the end of the day a hospital is also like a business yes um so dr cox is willing to make some sacrifices and like maintain this personality because like he's like been there I've been in the hospital for a long time. And he's experienced yeah. so many like different things. Mm-hmm. And then we we come to my screw up. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. uh, well, my screw up uh, begins. Uh, well, uh, a character played by the incredibly good uh, Brendan Fraser, uh, named Ben, um, who is earlier in a couple episodes uh, diagnosed with leukemia. And that that episode in itself is a boo boy. Uh, half of that episode is technically a dream sequence because it's uh, JD doesn't want to do it so bad. Doesn't want to yeah. tell him. Um, 
but basically my screw up it, it, it involves the I believe it's the death of multiple patients, correct? Because Dr. Cox does like a full like 60 hour shift where he's just there at the hospital and just things start going wrong, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, it ends with him not being around and JD not being able to save Ben, uh, who is Dr. Cox's brother-in-law yeah. and good friend, I believe, yes? Yeah, uh, you know, it's like, uh, you don't see Dr. Cox, like, interacting that friendly with any mm-hmm. other character other than Ben. Really, really other than Ben. And it hurts. It hurts. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it's it hurts in a way that I the the amount of empathy and sympathy I've ever had towards a television character. Uh, my screw up is like such a high bar because it's someone that is trying to do the right thing, that is always trying to do the right thing. You know, no matter who he is as a person. And to be to have that taken from you, you're right. Mm. Uh, like it, it's rough. The whole episode's rough, uh, and it's 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 JD's fault, kind of. Uh, and you know, it's just there. there there's not a quality of shows that make you want to feel bad, mm-hmm. right? Uh, feel bad shows don't tend to be very popular. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's a it's a rough one, and it definitely has a kind of a place in my heart. Of like, if I were to think of like episodes that affected me emotionally, that's uh that's one of them. Yeah, it's definitely one of the ones out with us too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like the like the sem- like the funeral scene, right? It's, yeah, uh, it's uh, it's like bad. it's become a it's become a meme. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just that frame uh, mm-hmm. and the quote. Where do you think we are? Yeah. But you know, if we know the context of it, I I think the movie's really funny. But the, the context of it is really ooh, every time I think about it, it hurts a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Um, it's a good show. Um, I continued watching. I mean, I'm through halfway through season three, and it's I think because I'm a little older. Uh, well, significantly older now. When you know, we're talking about it when we're eleven. Um, a lot of the romance, I realized that I'm not there for the romance, right? And a big part of Scrubs is definitely that will they, won't they? Who is JD slash Elliot dating this episode, right? How long are yeah. they gonna last? And it's not. Uh, it's not what I'm there for, right? Yeah, um, I think- I, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm I'm here yeah. for the medical drama, not the interpersonal romance drama. Yeah, I I think like we live, we live in a day and age now. Mm-hmm. The advent of like Netflix and like just, you know, as as years progress, there'll be more television and mm-hmm. it'll be better. Right, yeah. it'll get better in like writing or like technicality and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um. I have to say Scrubs is bad. Scrubs is really, it's still really good. It's really good, but yes. It's it's definitely dated in some places. Yes. Like I I give it like really good props, you know, trying to include 
like a, a cast of minorities in that mm. hospital. Yeah. Um, sometimes if you look at this hospital, well, I think we're also biased because you live in California. Also, the yes. show takes place in California. Yes. Uh, economically in Sacramento, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, you know, you see those hospital systems there, um, full of minorities. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, they, they use that full effect and like a lot of the sketches and humors. Yeah. Um, though sometimes it's a little bit tropey mm-hmm. uh, or like stereotypical. It uh, can get a little uh, overly sexual. Uh, yeah. And they do over sexualize a lot of female characters. Yeah. And it, you're saying too, you know, about the romance stuff. Yeah. That it's like also a reminder that even though, you know, it is like grounded in realism. It's also grounded in television as well. Yes. You know, um, trying to keep, like, interest, the whole idea, you know, that, like, sex sells. Yes. Went into, like, romance, especially in that period of, like, the mid-2000s. Mm-hmm. And you have shows like The O.C. or <laughs> shows like The O.C. I can't remember the name of <laughs> But, um, you know. At the end of the day, it's also a, a television show, and they need to get ratings. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's definitely dated at times, but you know, a lot of times it it does. I still I still think it shines through. Yeah, there's there's definitely. If someone were to ask me, I want to watch Scrubs. I would recommend watch watch the entirety of the first season mm-hmm. as that foundation, right? Understand yeah. these characters and then try to find a, I wouldn't say like an, uh, an essential episode guide, but there are definitely episodes that can be skipped. Yeah. Um, just cause they don't, they're not progressing any of the plot or the plot isn't, you know, again, not not particularly interesting if it focuses on like a romantic partner or whatever. Unless you know you're into that. Unless you're into mid mid uh, early two yeah. thousands uh, romance. Um, oh, show writing, yeah, yeah. So I yeah, don't know. Yeah, like if it is like a eight season thing. Yeah, uh, the earlier seasons definitely do have like over twenty episodes and whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, at at this end age, you know, you can always like pick and choose them. Um, back then, you know, when there's just air, <laughs> we didn't get to pick and choose. Yes, uh, you just kind of watch whatever. Yeah, uh, you can also honestly just do the thing, like find like the plot synopsis that interests you. Um, yeah, that stuff. I don't know. Watching TV is weird now. It is very watch. weird. Yes. Um, you have like things that just released um every episode and it's like okay i guess mm-hmm. and it's just uh, like, yeah. very it's a times uh, have changed yes but like yeah like, like we were talking about like scrubs is kind of like this weird time capsule right yeah uh, like brendan fraser's in there tara reed is in there reed, um, like i the... know you uh talked about um michael j fox yeah, we, we talked about it off here earlier. It's like Michael J. Fox. Yeah. There's a lot of guest characters. I understand that this show was very popular during its time. 
Uh, yeah, and there's like a bunch of licensed music in it. Licensed a music. Lot. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of the thing where it's like that's kind of the reason why they can't show this show again. Yeah. Like, airing because they use like uh, Colin Hayes slash Men at Work and they yeah. use like Queen. Um, Outcast. Yeah. There's that really good Hey Ya cover. Yeah. Uh, hey Ya cover. There's um. There's that song that everybody was Kung Fu fighting. Yeah. In there. Oh, not a great scene, but it's in there. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Yeah, to talk, talk about trophy, uh, stereotypical and outdated. Yes. Um, but yeah, it's it's really great. Um, it you know it's it's definitely been a, a lovely thing to that you and I have been bonding over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, um, yeah. It's like also like in middle school slash high school, me us two and like only like a less than a handful of people, probably like two or three other people. We are yeah. like literally the only people who watch this show. Yeah, yeah. But like, like what... we we knew like most every joke, and like we had like the in joke would be our jokes. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, like you no, know, I think you're right. It was like, yeah, like five of us. Um, because you know it wasn't necessarily aimed at our demographic. We just happened to be front of the television when it was on, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. But it's it's even like those small times, like it was so, so impactful. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. Do you want to talk about some of the our favorite comedic moments that we just off the top of our head we think about a lot? Sure. Yes. Uh, do you want to go first? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go back and forth. Uh, there's just one episode. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So Turk and JD refer to each other as a chocolate bear and like <laughs> vanilla bear, right? Yes. Yes. In Callis, there used to be a caramel bear. Yes. This is like this this uh, Mexican dude who didn't uh-huh. really speak the best English and uh-huh. had an, had like a stereotypical accent. Uh-huh. Uh, caramel bear was uh, we were just there's parting on the roof. Someone throws caramel bear a beer and he uh-huh. falls off and dies. <laughs> um, and that's this is like it's just like a three two minute sketch uh, it still sticks with me <laughs> it's like it's kind of like that shock factor and it's like it's also kind of funny yeah there's um you uh, i i forget who the name of the character but it, it's uh, the actor's richard Clay. it's the hypochondriac patient right yeah, yeah i i he's one of my favorite side characters um there there are a handful of like repeating patients i guess and they always like there's a scene where they obviously they can't figure out what's wrong with him and so they're like okay let's scare him and Turk was like okay well there's one thing we can do it's um we're gonna implant a 12 inch needle into your femur bone to test you for cancer (laughs) and he's like "Mm, yeah okay sure yeah let's do it he's like what why what no yeah I'll do it yeah for sure and it's just, like it's not like, gonna do anything for no, you. No, no, you're 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 it's it's you don't you're not like sixty years old. You're fine. He's like no, no, I want it though. Give it to me. <laughs> and it's just this idea of like, whatever, man. Right? Um, oh God, I love his character so much. Yeah, his, it's like, enunciation yeah. uh, sticks with me in my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's like he just wants to like find something that's wrong or like just make up a reason for 
uh, whatever is like wrong with them. I I remember him talking in later episodes. Like the reason he comes is like people care about him, right? They're yeah. forced to care about him for a couple of like days or whatever. Um, yeah. I, it's like a really messed up like backstory <laughs> for like a really funny <laughs> side character. Um, but yeah, that's a good one. Uh, you. Uh, this is one episode I remember where um, I think it is in the first season. Uh-huh. But I think he, I think uh, it it comes up again in a later season, uh-huh. where like a a therapist, a like psychiatric uh-huh. person, like uh-huh. it's a El, one of Elliot's patients. Yeah, and then like he's like starts like talking with them, and like the the patient has like his jaw like uh shut tight because oh. like his jaw's broken or something or something like that. Yeah. And then uh I think like later on, I might be misremembering it. Uh-huh. Like he gets the the wire jaw mm-hmm. um like uh like taken out mm-hmm. and then like the patient started like just like berating all like the bad patient care that yes, Elliot gave everyone, him. Yes. And then uh, he says some things that legally you shouldn't say, or like uh, the the scene where it's like Ted and like Elliot like going uh-huh. over what he said to the what she said to the patient. Uh huh. And it's like something along the lines of like, "Did you admit fault to the patient at any time?" <laughs> and he's like, "No, uh, no." And it's like the flashback of like, it's like where like she basically admitted fault. Yeah, yeah. super my fault, might be right. <laughs> yeah, it's oh. like, uh, and like Ted's like having a big old panic attack because like uh. it's like, oh god, we're gonna lose. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. I remember a scene. Okay, so there's the character, the Todd, right? Mm-hmm. N- the most may or may not be problematic character in the show, right? Yeah, um, it's like <laughs> point flip. Right. So there's the scene where uh, Turk proposes to Carla, right? And she's like, eh? She doesn't give an answer, right? And JD tells Turk, if Carla says no, I will run through the hospital naked, right? (laughs) And when she and he learns that he says no, he pays the Todd $50 to run through the hospital naked. And as he gives him the money, Todd is like, no, 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 no. This one's for me. And he just goes (laughs) and does it again. And it's so (laughs) goddamn funny. One more round for the time. One more round. It's so, it's so goddamn good. Uh, yeah, Todd oh is really God. weird. I really like him, even though. Um, oh man, I love yeah. the Todd so much. Yeah, it's like he he Todd is also like a stereotypically written character, like Turbo but... Jock, but like, like he he is sort of written as like a pansexual, right? Uh, yeah, he, or it's like, yeah, it's like just curious, right? Too. Right. Um, uh, but yeah, the Todd is oh man. The, oh, isn't there? There's the scene where um, JD and Turk are playing golf on the roof. Yes. And uh, whatever the episode happens, and then in the end credit scene, it's uh, Ted and uh, the Todd on the roof. And Todd just says, do you mind if I hammock? And he just takes off his pants. <laughs> and he's just wearing the banana hammock. And Ted just says nothing. 
He doesn't know. <laughs> it's just a weird scene. Second to uh, Todd. Just the. Do you mind if I hold it? Yeah. Yeah. I just remember just banana hammocks just being in my brain. Because oh of yes. Todd. It's like yes. I never knew what a banana hammock is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Todd. Todd showed me the way. I guess. Yeah. Um. Oh uh, man. Yeah, there's just a lot of good scenes and like a lot of good bits. Uh-huh. Uh The one I remember with uh, specifically the janitor. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. There's just like a urinologist that's like the testing person. Yes. Um. Who happens to be like Asian, right? Uh. Yes. Yeah. That's... Remember him? Um. He he plays a hero in Heroes. I forgot the actor's name. Uh, I know the name. Um, it's not Terrence. Is he, he? They just refer to him as like uh, uh, just his first name. Yeah, but uh, that that character, right? Yeah. He's a uh, an Asian, um, you know, one of the faculty at the hospital that handles the test. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you know, the janitor is always trying to get like JD into some kind of trouble. Right. And like I think that episode, they're just trying to pin, or just get everyone pinned against JD. Mm. And then, uh, you know, it's like late late night. It's JD. The janitor walks in, uh-huh. and it's like, Daniel's like, yeah, I'm having a lot of trouble with uh, this crossword. Uh-huh. It's like it's like a uh, five <laughs> down, uh-huh. uh, a blank in one's armor. Uh-huh. <laughs> JD knows the answer. Right? It's like a chink, a chink in one's armor. Yes. Right? yes and is. then he, he's like, how? Can, can you say that again? And then he says, he says it like angrily, right? Yes. Yes. And then he, he like, janitor walks, walks like two more steps and then reveals like, I think his name is Franklin. It's Franklin. Yes, it's Franklin. Yeah, he, he reveals Franklin behind him. Uh-huh. And then he's like looking at like looking at him in like the most shocked face. Yeah. Uh, no, <laughs> no, like, no. Oh my god. You know, Fr- Franklin says, "I always knew." <laughs> and and just, yeah. Yeah. It was, oh, it's really good. <laughs> that that one's now that definitely is. Uh, it was really good. I always knew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> There's uh, another another great scene. It's not a funny scene, but it's a great scene. So in the season one, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, JD is like like uh, celebrating basically his year as an intern, right? That he becomes a resident, and yeah. everyone's like having a good time, and they're sitting at the table, and it's Carla, it's Turk, it's Kelso, it's uh, Doctor Cox. It's JD and it's Elliot, right? Mm-hmm. And Jordan just swoops in and she's like, Oh, you guys <laughs> look like you're having fun, right? And he just starts telling everyone's secret lot, like the secrets. Yeah, like the secrets they kept from each other. Yeah, and it just ruins everything. Oh, it's such a great moment because she just tears into everyone. And just yeah. it just leaves JD just sitting there alone. And he's like, Yay. I finished. Oh, it's so good. Um, yeah, yeah, especially as like a series finale. Yes, yes. 
And you have it's like uh, broadcasting. You have to wait till the next season. Yeah, it's a really good cliffhanger. Yeah, uh, it's such, yeah. Oh, yeah. There, there's so many good moments. I, I uh, honestly, yeah. yeah, like a lot of six K. I'm missing like a whole lot, but um, no, there's there's so much more, but yeah, yeah, there's a lot of like gag humor and comedy. Mm-hmm. I do remember one with Doctor Kelso, or Doctor Cox, and yeah, Doctor Kelso, uh-huh. or like, I think Kelso asked Cox to like watch a patient for him. Uh huh. Because he's like a top donor or whatever. Sure, sure. But Dr. Cox just wants to watch the game. And like this <laughs> really pivotal comeback of a game. And he goes around the hospital for like, it's like, I couldn't watch this game last night. So I have a recording on VC, or, uh, VHS. And if any of you <laughs> spoiled the score for me, then it's like, I'm going to kill you, basically. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then like at the very end of the episode, he like watches the tape. What he recorded, and then Doctor Kelso has like over or like a uh, taped over it with uh-huh. like himself, and it's like spoiling the the score for Doctor Cox. <laughs> but uh-huh. I do remember like like gag uh like little gags, uh-huh. um, just like getting like the some of the staff to spell out the score outside the hospital uh-huh. in case like Doctor Cox looks out the window. Uh-huh. But it turns out he didn't look out the window. It's like at the end, it's like everyone just go home. Just go. it didn't work. Just go back. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, yeah. They they do a lot of like the physical physical gags yeah. too. There, like there, there, the last one I want to talk about is, uh, Car- I believe Elliot has a patient, uh, with Carla, and the patient, uh, a lady, right, terminally ill. Uh, yeah. Basically tells them that she's gonna die a virgin, and so Carla and Elliot get arrested for attempting to solicit a, <laughs> a male hooker. Yeah, <laughs> it's like they really go downtown. Funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they, they almost, yeah, yeah, they get arrested. It's really funny. Uh, they just go so far out of their way to like help their patients out. It's just really funny. Um, yeah. yeah. I think the last one I want to mention where um one of the episodes uh JD has a condition to where he poops, he passes mm-hmm. out. Ah, uh, right? yes, yes. So like they're at a bar and I think like uh it was like Turk and just drinking and then the Dr. Cox comes in later, but after JD's in the bathroom mm-hmm. and like JD gives Turk a rope and he's like, All right, if like this rope stops becoming taut. That means I have passed out and you need to go get me. <laughs> I think like uh like Dr. Cox like takes the rope from him. Uh-huh. Like uh like from Turk or like he cuts the rope or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they just kind of leave him at the bar. Yeah. Uh, uh and the this is other one where there's a lot of moments. JD just buys an acre, like a half acre of land. Oh, the half acre, yes. And then he just builds a porch on it, and nothing else. Then the show just ends, right? It's just they just bought this just porch in the middle of this lot. Yeah, and it's yeah. like he does out of the, he doesn't want to build a house. Right. That's when he's with Emily, like his like long term, not wife. Uh, uh right. 
I either that or it's like that uh one girlfriend with the weird laugh. But I think uh he has a lot and then he has another girlfriend. The other girlfriend. There's, there's a lot. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know. But um Yeah, there there's a lot of good bits in Scrubs. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. The the blank in one's armor still gets me. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> Is oh, pretty good. Uh, yeah, so the, the, the other one that's uh your 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 doctor got the got the skizzles <laughs> with the poster of just Turk. <laughs> yeah, just Turk. Because <laughs> they're just using him as the black doctor. Yeah, uh, yeah. I just remember the end of the episode where it's like, you know, I could sue, right? Yeah. <laughs> And like he can't do that. Turk, can he do, or uh it's Ted, can he do that? Thing. Yeah, he can. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Take, take the purses down. <laughs> take them all down. There's uh, that gag in that same episode where it's like mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like they needed a minority for the college poster or uh-huh. for the college for sure. <laughs> yeah. And they they wants a minority that they put you on there twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, so that's that's been our uh, Scrubs cast, eh? That's been our Scrubs cast. Uh, um, I mean, Scrubs. Final thoughts. I think there's a lot of really good stuff in there. Um, yes. Really influential for me, at least. Yes. Um, it is dated. Um, yes. And it is uh, somewhat a product of its time. Yes. But uh, there's just a lot of good stuff in there. Yeah. Worth watching, I think. Yes. Um Yeah, it's just it's 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 a great show. Uh highly recommend it if you're like you're into medical dramas. But it, it definitely has its its very specific taste, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not like if like you're into Grey's Anatomy and you're like, should I watch Scrubs? It's not it's not the same thing. Yeah. It's yeah, very it's different in tone. Yeah, um, it's like it's like kind of like um a sitcom built around its setting. Yes. But uh it's it's never, you know, not afraid mm-hmm. to like tackle that heavy stuff. Yeah. Um there is also a um I did want to check it out. I did not have the chance to. There is a currently a podcast called Fake Doctor Real Friends, which is Zach Braff and oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Donald Fison where they're actually watching the show and talking about it after you know the two stars of the show yeah. um i've been meaning to check it out um i would like to listen to it and you know see what yeah yeah what i remember they got going yeah. on right yeah i remember like they uh connected to each other again like um mm-hmm. like we're doing that yeah uh, yeah that that is that is a uh, very interesting uh yeah there's there's a lot of like uh tidbits and trivia around this show too um you know as as a like a my good old co-host makes uh, always makes me remember where um the actual like set or like the actual hospital yeah like, was located was actually like around us it was uh pretty close to where we went to university and yeah. so i would message you with like screen caps or like times of like yo do you remember <laughs> sh- sh- like street name street name they're there, like right now, 
And, um, you know, when I drive, you know, uh, I live in Los Angeles where it was shot. Um, I know where it was. I recognize the buildings. You know, we, you and I, you know, when we went to university together, we lived there. We recognized a lot of the streets. Yeah, it was like (laughs) you're watching a clip earlier where, um, now Colin Hayes was like playing guitar on a street. Uh huh. And he's like, yeah, so you kind of look familiar. Yeah, that's uh, like there's like yeah. a Chevron on the corner. Yeah, that's like uh, Laurel Canyon and uh, Riverside Drive. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely now you know as I'm older, it's like really neat to like uh, what's that a uh, Leonardo DiCaprio movie where it's like pointing at the TV? Oh yeah, yeah. That, that's me well, like that's... every other episode basically. Yeah, it's good. Good. So it's yeah. good. So, uh, uh, wrapping up, uh, where can the people find you? Uh, the people can find me on twitter.com slash mognight. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I also run the, uh, the website this podcast is a spinoff from, which is, uh, Koopa writes or Koopa writes.wordpress.com. Or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, yeah, I run this podcast. I tweet sometimes. Um, I haven't been writing that much, but uh, maybe. Maybe soon. We'll see. Mm-hmm. And where can people find you, oh, great co-host? Uh, uh, mostly, you can find me on Twitter at, uh, at Summer Kurtz. Um, it's German. Look it up. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, but uh, thank you, thank you for inviting me yet again for another lovely episode. I do enjoy uh, recording these with you. Yeah, um, whatever uh, you know. Our our podcast is just full of weird topics like niche stuff or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's just always fun to talk about something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know that for most of the time we mostly discuss video games or. Um, I know our most popular episode is when we discuss uh, the restaurants we ate at. Um, when <laughs> the, we food cast. the food cast. Um, but yeah, I, I like that, you know, we, we kind of just, just talk about the things we like. Yeah, it's a free uh, podcast. If, um, you know, I got a problem with it, uh, don't tell it to me because I'll probably cry. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can put it on my email. And then it'll, I'll read it later. But um, oh. yeah. You know, if you're actually like listening to us, you know, thank you um, for allowing us to talk about scrubs in your ear. Yeah. Uh, if you have any other like recommendation of topics we should do, we also have an email. We do? What's the yeah, email? Well, it's like a coupo talks at gmail.com, I think. Nice. What was that again? Coupo, coupo. I'm not, I, I'm not actually sure if this is actually. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's Koopa Talks or Koopa Rice, but there will be an email posted <laughs> in the link. Down below. All right. Down below. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, uh... it's episode nine. Um, hopefully, there'll be an episode 10. We'll see. We're uh, we're ahead of schedule, right? Ahead of schedule. As uh, we jinx ourselves. Uh, <laughs> it's hopefully, ruined. It's ruined. The podcast is canceled. Uh, episode 10 by the end of this year. Uh, we got three months to record one. Uh, Godspeed. Anyway. Godspeed. Anyways, uh, have a wonderful rest of your day. Take care. Um, love you all. Good night. Thanks for good listening. Time. Yes. Uh, or good morning, whenever you listen to this. <laughs> 3 a.m. Hello. <laughs>
Uh, but yeah, uh, play us out. <laughs>